Here's a message from Ken Lavica. I'm trying to decide if I've had it all wrong about Taylor Swift. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Well, give me my dirt theme music, dude. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. I want to preface all of what we're about to talk about by telling you that I'm not mad. I'm not angry about the Taylor Swift mania that has swept over the NFL. Have I have I have I come off at any point stone since Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift started doing whatever they're doing. Have I come off as angry about the fact that uh, she is uh, she's become a, a sellable component of the NFL? Uh, you have not. I definitely have. I, I I find myself annoyed by it, but not. It's not her presence. Okay, it's it's not her presence that's that 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 is the issue. It's it's more the pandering. That's happening. And let, let me let me give you a rundown here of of why I feel this way. This is this is about a week's worth of Taylor Swift stuff that I've consumed, and today finally it has bubbled to the surface, and I need to get it off of my chest. Um, and I'm going to need input from from all of you who are either listening today first time, you listen. Uh, occasionally you listen religiously this is more me trying to have a dialogue with you have i done you people a disservice not coming up with more content taylor swift related because every indication is that i've done this whole thing totally wrong over the last couple of weeks that i have failed you I have failed uh, uh, this radio station. I have failed uh, my quest to be an entertainment distraction for you because I have not gone out of my way to, uh, to put out Taylor Swift stuff. We've obviously talked Taylor Swift stuff. We haven't ignored it. It would be stupid to ignore it, right? But mm-hmm. we, we, have not, we have not put together topics off of Taylor Swift uh, if anything, I I probably have pushed back, come off a little bit petulant, like just a little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, last Monday, uh, we received, and, and this is God's honest truth, I, if I had a Bible in here, I'd put my hand on it. Uh, we had management tell us, hey, you need to play Taylor Swift bump music coming in to every single segment. It's the biggest thing going in the NFL. You need, need to be playing Taylor Swift bump music. And uh, me, like I'm, I'm petulant, and this was bad teammate of me, but I don't like being told what to do on the show. I'm fine. I, I, I listen to managers, and I do what I'm asked, and I'm a good soldier, all that. When it comes to this show, what's going to be on the air two hours a day, Monday through Friday, I don't like being told what's going to happen, but we did it. We did it. We did it in a backhanded way, claiming that uh, we just we didn't want a, uh, a, a copyright lawsuit, um, uh, so we had to keep the music to 10 seconds. So here is, here is what I want to get to, though. I, I listen to a lot of, of radio. I watch a lot of television, much of it sports related. And we are now 11 days into Taylor Swift mania since she stepped foot in Arrowhead Stadium uh, and then MetLife Stadium on Sunday. And this is this is this morning on Unsportsmanlike, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Evan Cohen. Uh, ESPN West Palm legend, along with Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman. Uh, They had a woman on who is a self-described Taylor Swift fanatic. 
she was featured in the New York Times about how she, because of Taylor Swift, has immersed herself in football. She almost went to MetLife Stadium for the Chiefs and Jeffs on, uh, Jets on Sunday. Uh, the Jeffs are a different team. The Chiefs and Jets on Sunday decided to go to a bar in New York City instead. She has studied the sport, the rules, the players in order to better understand Taylor Swift's new quote-unquote boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. She's an example of a woman, and that is a coveted audience, not only for the NFL, but for us here on ESPN 106.3, which is part of a bigger discussion why I wonder if I failed I failed all of you. Um, and I failed myself by extension. But this woman, Zainub Amir, was on Unsportsmanlike. She on, on national radio today, national radio, ESPN, explaining why why Taylor Swift and the NFL, why this is something that is is good for all parties and, and Taylor Swift's appeal. I don't know if any other celebrity has the influence that Taylor does at this moment. Probably Beyonce is the closest person I could think of, but this is this is insane to another level just because Taylor hasn't involved herself with the NFL like this other than promotions during like halftime for Thursday night football. But this is to the next level um, in terms of attending and her personal life and, and dating and all that. Zainab, we're so glad to hear that even if Taylor and Travis don't work out that you're going to stick with the NFL, let Unsportsmanlike be your NFL destination. We will help you choose a team. We will help you continue to love <laughs> football. We are your, your destination, girl. But I wanted to ask you this. We deal with sports fans, right? And most sports fans kind of grow up loving a certain team. They're born into it, right? Whether it's geography or it's passed down from their families, what is it about Taylor Swift that attracts you and the Swifties to her so much? Because you choose to love her. You're not born into loving Taylor Swift. It's not part of your geography. What is it about this woman that makes you love her so much? Um, that's definitely true. I feel like it's her songwriting just because of how relatable it is. No matter, like if you actually listen to the lyrics of any of her songs, it does feel like you've been through that moment at some point. Um, even if you haven't truly gone through that exact experience, it's just her songwriting ability to make, capture you in. So to me, it's like the older sister I never had, which kind of like, you know, I wasn't, I, I never had an older sister. So to hear those lyrics, to see somebody so grounded um, throughout all of this fame, to still want to meet fans, to still have this two-way street with like just the concerts that she puts on, it's it's pretty amazing. So I think that's what keeps me attracted to just her music and the person that she is. So there's a little Taylor Swift insight this morning from unsportsmanlike Zainab Amir, Taylor Swift super fan. And then there's Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, he, he does his podcast, the Stephen A. Smith Show, right? It's, it's as simple as that, Stone. The, the, the yeah. Stephen A. Smith Show. That's right. Stephen A. Smith, the highest paid sports talker on the planet, here's, here's, here's Stephen A. Smith talking, you guessed it, yesterday, Taylor Swift. The NFL is religion in this country. They're trying to be that way beyond. That's why they've got games in London and Germany this year. People love the NFL. They can't get enough of the NFL. We get all of that. But they can't get enough of Taylor Swift either. This girl's concert was sensational. Now, I ain't going to go as far as saying I'm a damn Swifty because of it. Because I love me some Beyonce, make no mistake. Ain't nobody coming for the Queen Bee. But that concert by Taylor Swift, girl, you done did that thing. I am jealous of Taylor Swift because you talk about somebody that knows, absolutely positively knows how to translate attention and loyalty in the dollars. There's two people that see it everywhere you go, Taylor Swift and Jesus Christ. That's about it. I mean, talk about being omnipotent. That is hard. Sunday night game between the Chiefs and the Jets attended by Swift. Over 27 million viewers. So Stephen A. Smith still in on Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has brought estimated 2 million additional women to NFL broadcasts. And specifically, that number relates to Sunday night between the Chiefs and the Jets. Minneapolis is a flutter over whether or not Taylor Swift is going to attend 
the Chiefs-Vikings game this Sunday. Uh, just uh, about 10 minutes ago, I walk out into our offices here at ESPN West Palm, right off the Intracoastal downtown West Palm Beach. What's Mike Greenberg talking about? Taylor Swift. The NFL yesterday, the NFL put out a statement, a statement defending itself about how it has covered and tried to leapfrog off of Taylor Swift. They literally put out a statement because they got blowback after the Chiefs beat the Jets on Sunday night, the official Instagram account and Twitter account of the NFL. They changed the bio to Chiefs are 2-0 and since they became Swifties. Chiefs are 2-0 and since they became Swifties. Here is the release. Here is the press release from the billion-dollar NFL. Quote, We frequently change our bios and profile imagery based on what's happening in and around our games as well as culturally. The Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey news has been a pop cultural moment we've leaned into in real time as it's an intersection of sport and entertainment and we've seen an incredible amount of positivity around the sport. I don't dislike Taylor Swift. I don't. I don't. She's a superstar. There's no doubt about it. I feel like I failed you. Because, again, another peek behind the curtain. We had a... Every, every week, we have what's called a content call with our parent company, the stations that, that make up Good Karma Brands. We're part of that umbrella. It also is ESPN New York. It's ESPN LA. It's ESPN Chicago. It's ESPN Milwaukee. It's ESPN Cleveland. There's some big hitters. Big hitters involved in this thing. And we discuss what is best when it comes to entertaining our fans, entertaining our listeners, those who depend on us to bring them entertainment and try and lift the dark cloud off of the dirge of their everyday life. Trying to, to, to snap them out of reality for a little bit, however long you, you tune into us. And Taylor Swift came up. And the basic premise was, hey, you lean into this stuff. It's a cultural moment. Lean into it. Lean into it. Lean into it. Hey, it's fun. It's good times. It's fun. I don't disagree that it's fun, but it is to an extent. Because I, 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 this is me. This is Ken Levicka speaking. I feel like it's getting to the point of boredom. I find myself bored. But I've got my company telling me and my radio station telling me, hey, Taylor Swift, immerse yourself. Immerse the listeners, the fans of ESPN West Palm and Taylor Swift. If Stephen A. Smith is doing it, that man makes big paychecks. Mike Greenberg, that man is ESPN. If they're still on day 11, day 12, fully immersed in Taylor Swift, I feel like I've done all of you a disservice. I feel like what what some of the most established people in the industry are doing it flies in the face of me sort of tiptoeing around it but not fully embracing Taylor Swift-ism. I want to have an honest discussion today because I've heard more today about Taylor Swift than I have any time this week. I don't know why the ramp up, maybe it's because week five of the NFL starts tonight. I don't know. But the NFL making a statement yesterday about defending themselves about how they have, have leapfrogged onto Taylor Swift. Our company saying, come on, Taylor Swift, play the damn music. Talk T-Swift. ESPN radio shows, Evan Cohen, Stephen A. Smith, Mike Greenberg, Swift, 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 T-Swift, T-Swift, Swifties, come on. I haven't really done that. I flat out avoided watching Sunday Night Football because I predicted exactly what happened. I told you, Stone, I told you what was going to happen. It was going to be a bunch of uh, middle-aged, older dorks trying to act cool like, hey, young people, look at us, we're focusing on Taylor Swift. But I feel like I've been selfish. I feel like I've been selfish. So I want to have an honest discussion. Have I failed you when it comes to this sensation that we find ourselves in? Because we are at a perfect intersection. This is not the controversial political and sports intersection that we have grown accustomed to over the last couple of years. This is a much safer pop culture sports intersection. And I feel like I failed you because the rest of my industry is saying, hey, 
Embrace this, man. Embrace this. And I have found it difficult to embrace this. Have I failed you when it comes to Taylor Swift? Honest question. This is an honest question. Have I failed you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063. Have I failed you when it comes to having more fun with Taylor Swift. Because Stone, I like to take pride in the fact we go outside the box. We do some weird stuff. I like to think we don't sound like anywhere else in this market and maybe not in South Florida, right? Like we're just different. No doubt. I like to take, I, I, I at least like to think that way. But we're quirky. We're weird. And maybe I've missed the boat on Taylor Swift and figuring out how to properly convey this in a fun way to the audience. And also... What's the best word to describe how you feel about Taylor Swift and the NFL right now? Like me, where I'm at, I find it to be overkill. I find it to be overkill. Am I failing attracting women into this show more? And I'm not trying to be sexist here, but the numbers are showing. Taylor Swift involved in the NFL, women are flocking to the NFL. This is the way for the NFL. From a business standpoint, I can't even blame the NFL for the Taylor Swift mania they've put together because it's big business for them. The NFL can never can never make enough money, ever. Maybe I'm just an idiot with this, and I'm the one who has failed. I'm the one who's failed. What's the best word to describe how you feel about Taylor Swift and the NFL right now? I just say overkill. But again, I apparently haven't found a way to monetize it. And that's a failing on my part. And if I failed you by not fully immersing myself in Taylor Swift, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. I'm trying not to come off as a fun killer. Like, I, and I'm trying not to bash Taylor Swift. Like, Stone, I, don't, I don't hate Taylor Swift. I appreciate Taylor Swift. Blank space, that's a banger, man. Yeah, I mean, there's a few of them. It's a banger. There's several bangers. Like, I, I do not have an issue. But I also am in the weird spot where I don't, I don't have much to offer in the way of any revolutionary, different direction, Taylor Swift, NFL, giggle, giggle, ha-ha, fun, fun angles. But maybe I damn well better get to it. Maybe I damn well better get to it. Because everybody else in my industry has found a way to embrace it. Everybody else in my industry has found a way to tap in. Everybody else in my industry has found a way to, I suppose, monetize it or entertain with it. And then there's me. I I think I failed. This is me being as vulnerable as possible. This is the NFL. What it has done. With Taylor Swift, it has found one of the rare things that's bigger than it. And when the NFL thinks something is bigger than it, and it's trying to capitalize off of that thing, I mean, who's Ken Levicka to not try and jump on board? And I have not done it because I can't bring myself to care enough to do it. I don't know if it's because I just suppose it's going to be run into the ground or what, but I do feel like, I may have come up short with this, and it's tough to admit because I'm, I'm confident in what I do, but I think I might have come up short on this. But everything's come to a head. Every national ESPN show that you've heard today on ESPN 106.3 and Stephen A. Smith, the highest paid man in sports talkerism, Taylor Swift, and then there's me. And I, 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 looking back, I haven't, we haven't gone there. What's the best word to describe how you feel about Taylor Swift and the NFL right now? And if I, if, have I failed you? And have I failed, honestly, the, the female listening audience in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, Ricky messages, you have not failed anybody, but less Taylor Swift the better. But that's not what the metrics are showing. That, but, that, that's not what the metrics are showing. I, I think there's one thing you're missing here, and the phone lines are going, so we'll get to some calls. But there's one thing you're missing here. And I'm not going to say that we shouldn't sit here and compare ourselves, right, to Greeny, to the big dogs, 
truthfully, we shouldn't. Um, the NFL has the reach. They have the power. They have the tools. They have the resources to bring in the women. Who's to say the extra $2 million wasn't just wives who don't watch the games typically sit down and watch the games to check it out. With, go to the bar a lot with their husband to watch the games. Like These metrics you're talking about are from the people with power. Like When you're talking about are, are, are you failing or doing a disservice to bring women onto this show? Yes, it sounds like I, I kind of feel like I am. We, we, we aren't the NFL. We aren't Stephen A. Smith. No matter what Stephen A. But Smith talks about. I should about. be doing everything. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in a market that's, that is top 50 in the country. I'm certainly not at the level of an Evan Cohen or a Chris Canty or a Stephen A. Smith. Right? Like, I should be embracing this, right? And I have not been able to bring myself to do it. And I feel like that's getting to the point. But forget me a professional failure for a second. I, my this audience, this audience, like I, we're always sports talk radio. Oh, men, 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 eighteen to to forty five, uh, eighteen to fifty five. Men, men, men. No, 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 no. I want I want women listening to the show too. And maybe I have completely blown that. I I I, I don't get this uh, at all from me. I think it's a great question. It's pretty thought provoking. And we do have Joyce from West Palm Beach too, who's ready to chime in. And there are two other males. But you're not the NFL. The show doesn't have the firepower to market to women and whatnot. I, it's not like they're going to to chime in to us. They, I, I, I wouldn't care as a general audience member what anybody like locally had to say about Taylor Swift. Like It's not that hard to understand. The NFL is a powerhouse. Mm. So there are easy, easy ways to reach but, women. But maybe for me, though, well... I would say sometimes the NFL is not the easiest thing to sell women on considering that a alleged serial assaulter is still the man who has a, a, an assaulter of women. Sexual assaulter has the highest contract in the history, the biggest contract in the history of the sport. No, you see I, what I'm saying? I, I mean, I do, but there are just shooters all around in the NFL. Like there are, are, are marketing but, people but who are, this, are touted for is this. this I, I, in, in this line of work, a lot of the time, there's a lot of male thought whether it be conscious or subconscious. And in my subconscious, I think that the whole time I've been acting on, oh, this is condescending, that I'm being, I'm having Taylor Swift force-fed on me, bleep it. It's almost like subconsciously I've become standoffish to it when maybe, just maybe, a common-sense brain should have at some point told me, hey, dude, just jump on board. Listen, It's okay. Listen, I, I'll say this as well. I think oftentimes, and especially in today's day and age, right? There's a thing called impression farming. Impression farming, right? Like, like where you you're putting stuff out on social media because you want the views, you want the clicks, you want the reshares, you want all of these things. So, if we're gonna bring up on Sportsman, like that post right there was not well received. Go to the comments if you want to talk about Stephen A's post, not well received. But we're Go talking, look at the comments. We're like, talking a small subset. Of, of people on social media. Social media, a lot of times, is not real life. Taylor Swift is bigger than the NFL. Like, we're stuck. This is what I'm saying is we're stuck in this bubble. We're stuck in this sports bubble, this NFL bubble, where we think that what people say on Twitter actually matters. Like, and so that's why I'm asking today to talk with actual human beings because sometimes social media is not real life. You get, you get caught up in these algorithms. You get caught up in these bubbles. You get caught up in uh, this, this constant parade of, of type, 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 type. And it's not real life. Like Taylor Swift is, is objectively bigger than the NFL. And I don't want to think that way just off of five or six comments underneath a video on social You're media. You're putting the video out on social media for the people, right? So if it's an account with 1.3 million followers... And there are 10 people that, that felt the urge to give it a like. Like, you're putting it out on social media but for your firmly, followers. But I firmly believe, too, when it comes like it's sports talk radio, for example, when do we usually get more calls on stuff? When things are going good or things are going bad? It's probably, it's usually when things are going bad. When we're railing and ranting and things suck and it's a chance to pile on, it's the same thing on social media. One person says, oh, why are we talking to this Taylor Swift fan? Then there's 15 behind him. Yeah, talk about talk about uh, the nickel position. Uh, well, when are fullbacks coming back? So, like, it, th that, that's what I'm saying. What's the best word to describe how you feel about Taylor Swift in the NFL right now? And have I failed... This listening audience, ESPN West Palm fans, by not embracing fun Taylor Swift talk over the last 11 or 12 days. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's kick off with Joyce in West Palm on uh, Lavica, Theo, and Stone. What's up, Joyce? 
Okay, I'd just like to say I am a football fan and have been since before Taylor Swift was born. <laughs> I am so over her. I uh, will turn away from any game where she's sitting in the in the club mm-hmm. box, jumping up and down with her friends. I love uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, but I think she's a huge distraction. And I watch football to see the game. And the other thing is, do not um, compare yourself to the rest of America and social media uh, keyboard bullies because you feel how you feel. Sure. And I respect you for sticking to your to your to the way you feel about it. Um, you have not failed anyone. Sure. I just feel like the NFL is just blowing this. All out of proportion. Joyce, I appreciate that. I'm over it. No, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Joyce, thank you for the call. And especially thank you for the kind words. Always good to, uh, to touch me quite a soon. Yeah. Um, it seems manufactured and forced. Like, I think that's my, my, my biggest annoyance with it. It's not Taylor Swift. It's that it feels so forced. Like, can you, can it, if possible, and I, this is a classic case of this radio show, and I'm just throwing stuff on stone once the show has started, it's like we should plan these shows out or something. Can you find Carson Daly uh, and and his his intro Sunday night? They pulled him from the Today Show um, to introduce Swifties to football. Uh, and we have it saved somewhere. We played it on Monday. And then could you also, Mike Tirico's lead-in to Sunday night football where he welcomes Swifties to the game? Just that. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm talking about, or I'll show you, or try and give an example of what I'm talking about. Uh, Chuck is in Wellington here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Ken. I, uh, I, the word I used to describe it, I can't say on the radio, <laughs> but Kurt Vonnegut once used the term grand falloon, <laughs> and, and the translation of that is a whole lot of nothing. Uh-huh. And- there is no story here. Right. There is no story. There is no substance to talk about. It's it's beyond a distraction. I think that your your role ought to be give us two hours of refuge from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I and and by the way, Chuck, uh, the fact that you dropped a Kurt Vonnegut reference on me, never ending respect, and I appreciate that. And and you're right. Like, where is the substance to this other than hey, there's a pretty person. There's substance because it's coming from the NFL. Yeah. That's the only substance. Nobody has the right or, or, or manpower to generate actual interest besides the one with the built-in interest in the NFL or the built-in interest in Stephen A. Smith. Like We're waiting to hear what Stephen A. Smith has to say because he's Stephen A. Smith. We don't care what he has to say about Taylor Swift. For the men who follow Stephen A. Smith, we're waiting for an innuendo in relation to Taylor Swift. For the Barstool guys who are talking about Taylor Swift, the only interest generated from it is when there are innuendos. Like, we aren't the NFL, and I'm not just talking about us. I'm talking about other locals or other people or, or, or some of the but main I, ESPN faces. Like, they're, a, I don't want to say allowed to do it, but there's built-in interest, so it's going to work. I just, but I don't want to back myself into a meatball corner where I'm like, oh, bleep Taylor Swift. Let's, uh... Let's talk about right guard. But to Chuck's point, like, there's no story. So why would you try to force a story onto anybody? I I, I truly do think the higher percentage of people don't want to hear about it. But because it's the NFL, you're going to watch anyway. And, of course, everybody has an opinion. I don't think anybody wakes up giving a damn what Taylor Swift has to do with the NFL. It's just thrust upon you, and then you go comment. You do whatever you want with it. Can we, can we hear the Carson Daly? Were you able to find it? Sorry yeah. again for just throwing that on you. Th- this was Sunday night. This was NBC, and I told you on Friday, Stone, what was going to happen. It was going to be 9 million cuts to Taylor Swift in the suite, and it was going to be uh, references to Taylor Swift all night long and a focus on Taylor Swift, so much so that I decided to avoid it because I just I didn't, I didn't want to put myself through that. Um, nothing against Taylor Swift. Just I, I tune in to watch football, and I knew I was going to get entertainment tonight. 
And uh, sure enough, like this was this is what came off as condescending. And I'm all for catering to the additional viewers and the Taylor Swift fans that are giving this a shot. That's important. That's brand building. The NFL, that's fine. But it's stuff like this. This is what really has pushed me away. This is the stuff I feel condescending. This football 101 on the 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 banner show, the benchmark show every week with the NFL. Football is coming right up, I promise you. We all know this is not just any Sunday night football game. He's in the end zone. She's on the bleachers. She's had a lot of big catches. <laughs> this would be the biggest. Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map. She put him on the map. Don't say that in public, please. You ruined my meal. We got a call from our friends at NBC Sports asking us to put tonight's story in language that the legions of Swifties would understand. Like that. You think we can help him out, audience? Ugh. Here we go. This Just guy, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league. Well, he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're basically the next great American dynasty in the NFL. Super Bowl champions. On the other side, they're these guys, the New York Jets. They've been left with a blank space after losing their star quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers is injured. Tonight, sure, they're going to try and shake it off. But against the defending Super Bowl champs, it's probably not likely to happen. Maybe only in their wildest dreams. The facts are the Chiefs have a fearless, magical mastermind who likes to throw the ball to a guy with plenty of style. Back of the end zone, caught, touchdown! So Swifties, this is Sunday Night Football. We really hope something enchanting makes you feel like this tonight. Like that... Jets, welcome to... It's just so... It's... we're, we are we are one week away from Fox and CBS putting together football 101 before like a Texans uh, Panthers matchup where 10 yards equals a first down. This is a first down marker. It's orange. It's on the sideline. A touchdown is worth six points. Like I'm telling you, we're one week away. NBC dipped its toe. The other networks are going to go full in. Now let's talk about it from a content perspective. Then answer. Be truthful here. Do you think it is A or B? A because they're actually trying to teach football to the two extra women who have tuned in? Or B... Okay, two million extra... What did I say? Women. You said two. I meant two million. Okay, two mil. Or B, they know it's going to get a reaction out of people. Seriously, is it A or B? No, I, think I don't think it's no, A. I think they're trying to cater to a new audience, uh, a potential new audience. I think that is a load and, of crap. And it's a way to counter... It's a way to, to cross-promote. Hey, The Voice, Carson Daly. There you go. And that's getting people to interact, right? That that cross-promotion and that making fun of. You just want the people voice to world, look at it. The Voice world is the Taylor Swift world. And then you've got the Travis Kelsey world, and if you can intersect that, then there you go. The Voice part was B. That was a part of the cross-promotion, like getting people to interact. That was not actually teaching football to Taylor Swift and women. That, I, I, that's, I think, where we're crossing the line here, where you think that that's what they're actually trying to do. What's the best word to describe how you feel about Taylor Swift and the NFL right now? And have I failed you not leaning in more to Taylor Swift? Because every indication from my bosses, management, to some of the, the biggest, most successful sports talk radio hosts and sports talkers in this country, they're all riding the Taylor Swift train, and I've, I've, I've largely avoided it. Have I, have I failed you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'll bang through this, Stone. I know that, uh, that it's, it's getting a little late here. John in Jensen here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, John. Yeah. How we doing, fellas? So, so you're doing a service to your existing audience, Ken, but I got to tell you, it's a microcosm of what's going on in pretty much every community in America. Growth at all costs, right? It doesn't matter how much traffic it creates and how much the current residents hate all the new building. We're going to expand the brand. Yeah. And that's exactly what is happening. You are doing a service to your current audience, but it's probably at a cost to you sure. for growing your audience. Because if you started going that shit crazy on Taylor Swift, you're going to get more audience, period, end of story. That's just a fact. Uh, let's go to Ernie in Boynton. What's up, Ernie? Uh, no, you're not. Thank you for taking my, my call, but you're not doing us a disservice. Um, you're speaking the truth and you're speaking your mind. And for that, I love you because... Uh, <laughs> I love you too, Ernie. Not every, uh, no, I'm being honest here because if you wasn't a fan of her before then don't be a fan of her now all of a sudden. You're force-feeding her. And they are. I mean, that intro you, that you just played is 
I was disgusted off that intro myself. I turned away from that. The minute I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, this is, yeah. this is too much. This what they is, want. This is, this is, yeah, this is not, that guy got annoying. And, you know, and I'm like, they're not, they're not doing, I think it's more a disservice to themselves because, remember, they still have a black guy from that same, I'm not going to say that person's name, mm-hmm. that quarterback that's mm-hmm. playing in the league. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned him. So, I'm thinking this is a way for them to patch that eye and put a stake on it or something because this is their way of making that money back because that guy is still a black guy to the shield and they just jumped on this opportunity to try to clean the shield. That's what I say. And this is all made up. I mean, this is all off of, wasn't it a message off of, off of Instagram or something they were reaching out? Guys, this is all publicity. This is all made up. This is like the, the Presley and Michael Jackson when they, when they were just getting together for just the publicity stunt. This is all a joke. The minute that that guy pisses her off, he's gonna write a she's gonna write a song about him and the whole nine yards. Guys, have a good day. All right, Ernie, appreciate it. Uh, what's the best word to describe how you feel about Taylor Swift in the NFL right now? Have I failed you not not focusing more on on her because it is it's a it's a a very very rare big time sports big time pop culture intersection, and I I haven't. There's been a lot of people in this industry that have dove in headfirst, and I've largely sort of just dipped my toe in the water. And I'm just wondering, like, honest question: Have I failed you guys? 888-760-3776. Social media open at KLV1063. He is Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone right here on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Can we hear that, Tariko, real quick on NBC? This will lead to a bigger point that I'm about to make about the Taylor Swift focus here with Travis Kelsey in the NFL. Dynamic duo of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on NBC's Sunday Night Football. Oh, and yeah... She's here. Taylor is in the house. And we thank you for having us into your house. Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, Melissa Stark. Hi, Swifties. We'll be with you all night. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll be a big part of the night as we go through. Okay. So maybe this is why I've been so resistant. Stone, you know I'm not getting any younger, right? I'm, I'm 39. I'm going to be 40 in July. And I can only speak on this. You're the ripe old age of 25. Um, you just were able to be able to rent a car without parental approval. Okay? So I, I envy you. You have your best days ahead of you. I'm largely washed at this point. The reason I can say this with confidence is because I am this person. As you get older, and I found this, and I, I've noticed it before observing as I, as, as I get older, But you take more and more pride in being able to show publicly, convey to the masses that you're in tune with what the young people like. Like, I found myself over the years, like, oh, yeah, Uh, Travis Scott, hell yeah. What's his nickname? I don't know. Cactus Jack. Okay, but then I'm going to do that. Like, hey, Travis Scott, Cactus Jack. Put on some of that Cactus Jack. Yeah, put on that Cactus Jack. Like, now that I know that, I'm going to make sure that young people know that I know that. Hell yeah. The, the desire for people my age, I'm 39, from 35 to 60, like what, what Taylor Swift now being immersed in uh, the NFL being under this NFL circus tent, what it has allowed these same people to do is to flex to young people, hey, Taylor Swift, I know who she is. I know what she does. Hey, young people. And it's so awkward and so cringy and so overwhelming. And I think that that is what has pushed me away is hearing Mike Tirico in the most corny manner possible, welcome Swifties to the broadcast. Or Carson Daly, give a football tutorial to the Swifties. 
it is a classic case of, hey, young person, I know what you like. How about some Jay-Z? Like that, that. And I can only speak to it because I am, am slowly turning into that person. It's just how age, it's the evolution of age. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, I know. Uh, I know who played Wednesday. Like, uh, Jenna Ortega. Quite a looker, huh? Like, it's, it's just, it's not good. It's not good and it's cringy. And I admit this about myself, but I think that's what's driving me away from people my age on television, these talking heads trying to be cool because they w- won't shut up about Taylor Swift because they think it's it, the, some 20 something will be watching and be like, oh man, that Iron Eagle, he just gets it. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I and Eagle did actually a really good job, right? His was funny. His was well-received by even non-Taylor Swift fans or fans who don't care about Taylor Swift. But I disagree with you because in Mike Tirico's case, and you know this from a production standpoint, like you meet, you meet as a play-by-play guy or as the voice, you meet with the production crew beforehand, right? You kind of go over what we're going to be doing, some of the packages that we're going to run, this, that, and this. Mike Tirico knows that they're going to cut away to Taylor Swift. 50 to 70 times tonight. Like, he knows this. So I think, in his sense, he's just getting out ahead of it. Like, he knows it's going to be this annoying thing. I don't think Tariko's trying to put himself in a good light with people watching. I, I, I'm sure can be almost positive he doesn't care about Taylor Swift, but he knows the cameras will cut away from an Isaiah Pacheco 58-yard touchdown run three seconds after he gets into the end zone. Like, this is stuff that he knows is coming. So in a sense, he's just trying to get out ahead of it. I don't think that he's really trying to relate himself to I me. Think it's, we don't have to drop a Swifties line. Like we don't, we don't have to drop a Swifties. Why, line. if we're going to There's show Taylor her Swift in attendance times. tonight? Now let's talk about the matchup between the Jets linebackers and Travis Kelsey. Like Boom! That, cut to Taylor Swift. Right, but we we don't need. Uh, hey Swifties, hello Swifties. Like no, we don't need. He's, that. he's getting you primed up. No. What's the best word to describe how you feel about Taylor Swift and the NFL right now? And have I failed you not leaning in more to Taylor Swift? Flat out, straight up question. I'm being as vulnerable as possible. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Before we get back to the phones, let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. You experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho chris right stone chris chris is in west palm what's, going on, guys? what's up chris how we doing today having a good day today or what oh of course man. how about you Hey, that's awesome to hear. Well, real quick, I'm here at work. I just want to tell you guys, uh, I'm a huge Chiefs fan. I've been a Chiefs fan since 94, so, you know, I've had Brody Croyle as my quarterback, <laughs> you know, a bunch of people back there. So, uh-huh. you know, I've, I've been through the uh, ups and downs. Um, the one thing I can say about the Taylor Swift is that um, if it was somebody else, you know, like maybe somebody from, like, the Spice Girls or something like that, I really don't think it would get talked about as much. Like, uh, another woman that would do something like this is Beyonce. If you bought, like, somebody as big as that, Taylor Swift is just as big as Beyonce. She's going to make a big impact regardless of where she goes. Her fan base is humongous. And yet, NFL is going to, I feel like they're going to show that a little more because it's Taylor Swift, because of what she represents and what she brings. But at the same time, you know, this is football, and we're here to talk football, and not every single play needs to be Taylor Swift. So I, I, I can attend to that. But, you know, we got to show some light to her because, you know, hey, that's Taylor Swift. That's a queen right there, you know? So it's just, it's a little bit different. And that's, that's how I feel towards that. Appreciate you, Chris. Um, full disclosure, she brought part of her entourage Sunday. was uh, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman. This might come off as mean. This is just an observation. No, I know where you're going already. If we are ranking the... If we have beautiful rankings of that entourage, you know who's fourth? Tay Tay. Yeah. Tay Tay. Number one, Ryan Reynolds, always. I mean, I got Blake over I love Ryan, that, man. but I mean, teach the Ryan own. Reynolds, 
Blake Lively. Take a woman over a man. Hugh Jackman, that's fine. I I I will I'm gonna make this proclamation right here <laughs> on ESPN 106.3. Ryan Reynolds is the hottest human being alive. I'm not ashamed. Ryan Reynolds is the hottest human being alive. It has been the case for years. It will continue to be the case. Ryan Reynolds is beautiful. At Stone Labano, it's I'm Ken Lavica. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. All right, Stone, it's 1 through 10 time, 1 through 10 time, 1 through 10, 1 being mad, 10 being, oh, I am jacked. Your excitement level for Bears Commanders to kick off week five tonight, right here on ESPN 106.3? Let's go six. Six. A six spot for Bears Commanders, Fields Howell. Yeah, Fields Howell, Chase Young getting in the mix. Uh, I think a lot of guys have a lot to prove. There's some interest here for me. Um, I, uh, I'm i curious. I'm curious as we gear up for, uh, for the NFL to come back into our lives here on this Thursday night. Another, another banner night for Amazon Prime, I'm sure. Are you more watching tonight? To see the Washington Commanders and Sam Howell in an improved offense and a team that suddenly looks competent, what could be a burgeoning good story in the NFL with a new owner and now you you don't necessarily despise them at first glance? Or are you watching because you're curious about the train wreck that is the Chicago Bears? What is your main reason for watching Week 5 tonight other than it's football? What's your main reason for watching game or uh, watching the Commanders and Bears Week Five tonight? What is the main reason? The main thing pulling you in on Amazon Prime? 888-760-3776. It occurred to me this morning that we're doing the Commanders a little bit of a disservice. Uh, we're, I think that when we when we saw the upcoming Thursday night matchup, Bears Commanders. The initial reaction to all of that is, oh, God, kill me. Like We already know how Al Michaels feels about it. He made it uh, crystal clear last week on Thursday Night Football how excited he was for Bears commanders on the way. But I feel like that's doing a little bit of a disservice to Washington. Like, the commanders are serviceable. Sam Howell's all right. If you're not into Terry McLaren, and he is, he is a sneaky top five favorite player of mine. Ooh. I love Terry McLaren. I love that. Guy. Is it McLaurin? Uh no, it's Terry McLaren. It's pronounced McLaren. Um I am I am a fan. And Eric Bieniemy has actually made that thing kind of work offensively. Like the Commanders aren't bad. The Commanders are very much a competitive football team. Now the other one playing tonight is not. Yeah, you posed the question, right? Are you watching for the train wreck? I can give you the answer to that. So 92% of the money? Yeah. It's on fields over 0.5 interceptions. Yeah. So uh, they're betting on him to throw an interception, and then we'll go. Uh... The, the, the Bears are the gapers delay of the NFL. Yeah. Uh, you know when like, you're stuck in traffic? Let's just hypothetical. You're, you're on 95. You're going southbound, and you're passing Congress. Sure. Now let's go hypolexio, just for bleeps and giggles. And you're, you're, you're trying to get to Boca, and you're like, this is, I'm never going to get there on time. This is miserable. Nothing's moving. People are doing that, that really annoying thing where they're trying to cut the front end of their car in front of you in, in, in standstill traffic and nudge their way up there because they think maybe they're going to get over five lanes and they're going to find a shortcut to wherever they're going. Like, no, you're stuck just like I am, okay? And then then what really annoys you when you're stuck in traffic on 95, I found this especially, is the people who drive on the shoulder to get around the, uh, the congestion. Yeah, I don't let that happen, though. Do you stick, do you stick your, your front end or your back end onto the shoulder to keep people from getting through? Swear to God, I do. Do you do, you Swear do that? Swear to God. Swear to God. Hey, you know what? Are you a person who takes the shoulder in a traffic jam? 
I'd like to talk to you and like to have some words with you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And another thing in Palm Beach County, if you're, and, and I, I'm not disparaging law enforcement at all, but maybe you should pay more attention to those people who are in a traffic jam driving on the shoulder than you are whether or not there are actually two people in the car in the uh, HOV lane. The HOV lane. I pay a little bit more attention to the people driving on the shoulder than you do. Do you have a second person in a lane that's going to become an express lane in five years anyways? Like, that's my tip to you to help protect the people of Palm Beach County. That, that, that's, again, that's me. And please don't seek out my car for a speeding ticket now because I've called you out. But I think I'm speaking what a lot of people have thought. Okay, but you're, you're, you're in this traffic jam. Okay, back to the analogy at hand. You're in this traffic jam, and it's, it's been 45 minutes, and you are just, you're fed up. You're frustrated, and you're fed up. Frustrated and fed up. And then you get to where the accident is, and what do you do? After calling out all those people ahead of you, drive, go, go, just drive, let's go. What do you do when you get to the accident? You rubberneck. Like all the other lemmings, all the other sheep, you turn your head to see what kind of shape that car is in. <laughs> Did the airbags deploy? Is it banged up on the front end? Total about the that back thing. end? Yeah, do you total that thing? Was there a fire? I wonder what kind of insurance they got. That's right. That's the Chicago Bears. The Bears are that accident. No doubt. You, you don't want to think about them. You're like, get out of my life. Get out of my life. You're terrible. You're wasting Justin Fields. Matt Eberflus, you have no idea what you're doing. But as soon as you see him, you got to at least take a glance because you never know what new level of catastrophe they're going to bring. Oh, yeah. The Chicago Bears are the gapers delay. They're the rubberneck of the NFL. Uh, uh, okay. I've been wondering the whole time, what the hell is the gaper's delay? It's just rubbernecking? Yeah. In, in the Midwest, in Chicago, they called it gaper's delay. Okay. No, it makes sense. I like it. Yeah, I like gaper's it. gaper's delay. But so, it's rubbernecking. Yeah. Yeah. Such yeah. a catastrophe. Let's, um, I want to test to hear what percentage of bets are on the Bears plus six and a half. What percentage of bets are on the Bears plus six and a half? Uh, 6%. <laughs> 16%. 16%. But I do respect six. It might get to six by the time <laughs> kick comes around. Uh, so Commanders Bears tonight. Woo! Uh, I'm just curious what's drawing you to that game. I think the Commanders are getting the Commanders are getting lumped into a suctum that they don't actually belong to any longer. The the Commanders are being disrespected in this because the initial reaction is oh god Commanders Bears when the Commanders actually are, are kind of okay. They're kind of okay. The Bears not okay. The Gapers delay of the NFL. The Commanders. Um. Congested traffic, but moving. What's drawing you to Commanders and Bears tonight? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And are you one of those people in a traffic jam on 95 that drives on the shoulder to avoid it? Are you one of those people? Because I'd like to speak with you. See what's going on in that brain. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Oh, yeah, and again, law enforcement, write it down. Focus more on the people who drive on the shoulder in traffic jams than you do whether or not two people are in the car in the HOV lane. Just a friendly piece of advice from your, your, your pal, Ken. That's Stone the Banowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. It's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.